Hello, family. This is Pastor John just reading the Word. Thank you for your Word, Holy Spirit, giving it life that we might understand and make application in Jesus' name. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 19. Saul now urged his servants and his son Jonathan to assassinate David. But Jonathan, because of his strong affection for David, told him what his father was planning. Tomorrow morning, he said, you must find a hiding place out in the fields. I will ask my father to go out there with me and I'll talk to him about you. Then I will tell you everything I can find out. The next morning, Jonathan spoke with his father about David, saying many good things about him. The king must not sin against his servant David, Jonathan said. He's never done anything to harm you. He has always helped you in any way he could. Have you forgotten about the time he risked his life to kill the Philistine giant and how the Lord brought a great victory to all of Israel as a result? You were certainly happy about it then. Why should you murder an innocent man like David? There is no reason for all of this. So Saul listened to Jonathan and vowed, As surely as the Lord lives, David will not be killed. Afterward, Jonathan called David and told him what had happened. Then he brought David to Saul, and David served in the courts as before. War broke out again after that, and David led his troops against the Philistines. He attacked them with such fury that they all ran away. But one day, when Saul was sitting at home, a spear in his hand, the tormenting spirit from the Lord suddenly came upon him. As David played his harp, Saul hurled the spirit David, uh, the spear at David. But David dodged out of the way, and leaving the spear stuck in the wall, he fled and escaped into the night. Then Saul sent troops to watch David's house. They were told to kill David when he came out the next morning. But Michael, David's wife, warned him, If you don't escape tonight, you will be dead by morning. So she helped him climb through the window, and he fled and he escaped. Then she took an idol and put it in his bed, covered it with blankets, and put a cushion of goat's hair as its head. When the troops came to arrest David, she told them he was sick and couldn't get out of bed. But Saul sent the troops back to get David. He ordered, bring him to me in his bed so I can kill him. But they came to carry David out. They discovered that it was only an idol and a bed with cushion of goat's hair at its head. They have betrayed me like this and let my enemies escape. Saul demanded of Michael. I had to, Michael replied. He threatened to kill me if I didn't help him. So David escaped and went to Ramah to see Samuel, and he told him all that Saul had been doing to him. Then Samuel took David with him to live at Nioth. When the report reached Saul that David was at Nioth in Ramah, he sent troops to capture him. But when they, arrest, but when they arrived and saw Samuel leading a group of prophets who were prophesying the Spirit of God, came upon Saul's men 
And they also began to prophesy. Then Saul heard this. He sent other troops, but they too prophesied. The same thing happened a third time. And finally Saul himself went to Ramah and arrived at the great wall of Siku. Where are Samuel and David, he demanded. But on the way to Naoth in Ramah, the Spirit of God came upon Saul, and he too began to prophesy all the way to Naoth. He tore off his clothes and laid naked on the ground all day and all night, prophesying in the presence of Samuel. The people who were watching exclaimed, What? Is even Saul a prophet? Amen. Interesting, interesting set of scripture. We ought to find out what prophesy really means. I love you, Lord, and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.